host, Lisa Cordoff. Welcome to the podcast where you can expect inspiring, raw, energizing, and transformative conversations with people on the path of personal evolution. I'm here to really live my life. And if you are too, these conversations are just for you. I'm really glad you're here. Enjoy. Hey, so you might have missed it, but I was on Facebook Live recently having a really good chat. And in the interests of, you know, look, let's face it, I'm a solo parent of three children during this crazy time in our lives. And I just figure if you've missed what I've said on Facebook Live, let's pop it on the podcast so you can listen to it in your ears while you're walking, escaping from your children, having a little bit of you time, whatever it is. Um, I am here doing my best to keep bringing you interesting and inspiring content uh, while also managing, well, I don't know if you can hear all the noise in the background. So um, enjoy this replay of a recent Facebook Live. See you soon. I was doing a coaching call today and it really, rem- and I and I shared an example of something that I wanted to um, share here. And because when I'm talking to women, there's always uh, this moment for the people who bought the Back to You program. There's always this, um, uh, it is lovely, isn't it, Leah? Um, this moment where you um, you think you want something, you know, you can see this potential and possibility for yourself. You might have this niggling little part of you that's like, I wish I was doing that or I I wish I'd studied this or is it too late for me to do this or remember that dream that, um, you know, one of the examples today was wanting to have um, bilingual children and live for a while in in Europe and, you know, just all these little things. Uh, Someone had wanted always to learn sign language but was told that she wasn't good at school when she was in high school and so we cut ourselves off from all of this stuff. And what happens is that when we, when we think we want something, we want some sort of change, we want um, to tap into that possibility and potential that exists for, for all of us, immediately crops up all of the, the stories, right? All of the stories about why it's actually not possible. We have all of these stories, and this is the work that I do with with women in Ready for Change. We have all of these stories. They're subconscious. Um, oftentimes, we don't even know that the reason why we stop things um, is is sitting there, and it's coming from our subconscious. We're not even thinking rationally through things. It's just this immediate reaction, or we have these thoughts that just pop up, and we believe them about ourselves. We believe them to be true, and so there was something. Um, that I wanted to share with you um, that I thought is a really great example of this and might just um, encourage you to check yourself and your stories before you go around making assumptions about why you can't do something, have something, be something different to what you are right now. So it was back in at the start of 2017. And I, I mean, I've been running this um, small steps 
business, my online programs. I'd been learning everything on the fly. I'd been doing it amongst little kids. Uh, and, um, and it was pretty chaotic. I mean, it was, that's an understatement of the century. It, my life was total chaos, an absolute mess. I wasn't doing anything particularly well at all, but I was loving the work that I was doing. I was loving doing webinars. Facebook lives. I was loving teaching people how to just cook simple things. I mean, I basically created a job for myself where whatever I cooked, if it tasted good, I could put it on a blog and help people and they could read their comments. I mean, it was just, it was intoxicating because I was also learning new skills and, uh, it's nice to help people, right? And, and I also just had this sense that this could, this could be something more than just a hobby. It could be something more than just a little bit of extra income. I thought I could really make something of this. I could employ people. I could do this and this and this. So it was all, um, it was all sitting there, right? It was all, all the possibility, all the potential, all of the, and, and I knew I was kind of the thing getting in my own way, but it wasn't until in 2017, I joined, um, a, a mastermind in the US. So this is where other online business owners get together. They help each other. They support, they talk about things. And I didn't really find one here that I wanted to join. So I went over to the US. And so I'm sitting there. I'm surrounded by all of these amazing, entrepreneurs like killing it. And I sit on this chair, they call them hot seats. Uh, like you sat down on the chair and you get to ask a question to the room and then everyone kind of gives you their feedback. And so I sat there and, and I wanted to shift the thing that was, that I felt was kind of holding me back the most from the next level, whatever that was. And I sat on that chair and I started crying <laughs> and I said, I don't know how to do this and still be a good mum. And I'm like, I don't understand how you're all doing this and you're able to be the mums that you are or that you want to be and feel like you're doing a good job and and grow these are your, your businesses. I don't understand. Like, isn't it just torture to be a shit mum so you can do your own thing? And they were like, what? This is not like a, this is not an equation. It's not like one cancels the other out. And I was like, but I'll, and then I started to fight for my, for that belief, but, but, but I won't be able to blunder or I won't be able to do it because that's what happens when our beliefs, our stories get challenged is we try to fight for them because we've built a whole identity around why we can't do things. I'm sure you have examples of this in your life. And, um, and so I sat there and I was slowly, you know, my, my story changed. They, they helped me see that in fact, maybe being a good mum was me, um, getting the business to a point where I could hire help. And so I had free time. Maybe being a good mum was showing them what it's like to, to live purposefully and do work that was meaningful. Maybe um, being a good mum was not um, stopping this so that I could go out and get a full-time job um, in the corporate world and, um, and you know, make money for other people that I could do it myself. I cannot tell you how many times I have counted myself grateful for the conversation, that for the fact, for the bravery of 
standing, sitting on that chair and asking that question and for being lucky enough to have people shift my perspective on um, being successful in career means has to equal not being a great mum. I have absolutely proven to myself that this is not the truth. And I mean, for people who've been around here for a while and have seen what's gone down in my life, can you, can you imagine? And, and this exists for you too. Can you imagine not taking the leap, letting those stories and those beliefs that aren't true? They're totally made up and you just need to choose new ones. And that's the work we do in Ready for Change is like, if I had let that stop me, where I would be right now, that I wouldn't have had the capacity to um, to just put the brakes on things last year when Nick passed away and just be with my kids, be able to pick them up and drop them off from school every day when I know that that's what they need. Not every kid needs it and I'm, you know, but that I've been able to keep a roof over our heads, that I've been able to, um, I don't know, I mean, just so grateful because I was so close to giving up. I was so close to letting the story that if growing things, so getting to a point where I wasn't working all of the hours and I could afford to get help in for people to help me with the tech side of things and, you know, I have an amazing team, you know, working behind the scenes um, so that I don't have to all the time. I needed to push through the resistance that I felt and the story that it was going to mean that I was going to be a really bad mum. I mean, you know, it's crazy. You're at that point right now, Tabitha. My pleasure for sharing. I think more of us, I, I think it's so, we, the reason why I love the work that I do and Liz just had a light bulb moment. You didn't miss out on Ready for Change. We are going to launch it again soon because I actually feel like right now is a really good time for everyone to be getting a sense of um, like, especially as we go about creating a new normal, what are you saying to yourself about why you can't have a new normal or what has to come back and you've got no choice? Is it true? This is the basis of the work that we do in Ready for Change. Is it true? Is it 100% true all the time? You can never refute it. If not, it's a story. And you can reprogram that stuff and you can move beyond it. It can happen quite quickly. Like I just really needed that moment to air my story, then have people reflect back to me that it actually wasn't true, that I had a load of choice and that I was literally stopping like, when we speak these things, it's like we put a um, it's like we put a stop on the flow, like all of the universal forces that are just around to just help us be our best selves. They exist. Like everything is conspiring for us all the time. It's our head that gets in the way. And when we have stories like you, you will be a bad mum if you go ahead and do this. I mean, really? really? And this comes up all the time in my groups, um, all the time. And we don't, 
we've bought into some idea, some idea. Maybe it was that I grew up with a mum who stayed at home until we were sort of high school or was much later primary school and she started doing a few little odd jobs. There was also, you know, I had this story that, um, and it seems so crazy to me right now for all, you know, the study I'd done and all of that sort of thing. But when it came to it, I, I also realized I kind of had this weird belief that um, my money would be, as as someone raising young kids and doing all that sort of stuff, would be the extras money. Um, when mum worked, it was for, so we could have um, concession cards, you know, and go like get some extra nice things and clothes or stuff like that. And all of that stuff is stored in our subconscious. And if we aren't aware of it, if we don't shine a light on that stuff sometimes, we just live out our whole lives asleep, literally asleep to the reasons why we're making the, the decisions what, like, that we are, why we let ourselves go down these really negative thought spirals and without knowing that we can actually catch those we can we can air our stories, we can look at our beliefs and question them and choose new ones because it was totally made up. It was totally made up that if I was to to grow a business, um, that that would equal I'm a bad mum to the three humans that I couldn't love more than anything else on the entire planet. Do you know what I mean? Uh, don't have a job anymore, feeling absolutely worthless. Lauren, I'm so sorry that you... Um, don't have a job at the moment, but your worth isn't reliant on you being in paid employment. And, you know, this is something else that comes up a lot in groups is this whole concept of self-worth. And when we place it in, in things outside of our control and external to us, we're kind of, we're just always going to be at the whim of other things. And a lot of the work that I've done over the last, you know, five or so years has been, hang on, where am I not, like, what do I need to give myself right here? I mean, your worth, Lauren, because you were born is just, it's intrinsic. You don't have to try for it. You don't have to have anything around you or anyone around you in order to be a fully worthy human of health and happiness and joy and love and all the things that you want for yourself. It's just there. So be careful the meaning that you're giving. Uh, and and look, I mean, I get like we're all allowed to have our feelings, but, but self-worth, never question it. It's yours by right. You're, you are a human being born on this earth, there was a lot conspiring against you being born. All of us, we're miracles. And yet we walk around going, oh, I mean, I'm just not worth blah, blah, Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. You'll find another job. And, and you don't have to have questioned your worth in the process. You're amazing. I don't even know you. And I know that because we all are. Um, so you can feel sad. You can feel disappointed that that's the way things are. I will never, ever tell anyone to not feel whatever it is that they want to feel. But your worth, your worth doesn't, like, it never has to be questioned. 
That's the one thing we never have to question. Okay. Um, all right. So that, that went there. Uh, and I hope you enjoy that little story for anyone who needs to hear it. You wanting what you want, you at this moment thinking of pivoting, trying something new, putting yourself out there, taking something on full time, um, going part time or, ta- or quitting your job, all of it. All like you get to, like, what's right for you is what I'm finding is usually everything flows after that. Hey, if you're enjoying the conversation, then it would mean the world to me if you head over to iTunes and give us a rating and review. It really makes a difference and it's my intention to get as many of us involved in real conversations that really change the game as possible. Thanks so much for your help and I'll see you in the next episode. 